Hello and welcome back to the show. This is episode number 176. And in this episode, we are going to talk about John Deere Machine Sync. Every day, there are phenomenal advancements happening in the field of agriculture technology. The team at RDO Equipment Company, along with respected, knowledgeable industry experts, are here to bring you the latest in ag tech news, information, and products that help today's growers solve challenges. With that, let's dive into the show. Like I said, we are going to discuss John Deere's machine sync capabilities and functionality. Now, machine sync is not new. Uh, Actually, there was a rendition of it that came out back with the GS3 or the 2630 platform. There are some similarities between the GS3 machine sync and now the Gen 4 machine sync. Uh, but there are also some differences. So just to kind of touch on the GS3, I want to talk mostly about the Gen 4 just because of the features and functionality of that. But I do want to briefly touch on the GS3 platform for those of you out there that are still utilizing uh, GS3 displays or 2630 displays. So going back to the original John Deere machine sync or GS3 machine sync, What it gave us the capability of doing is first off, sharing coverage maps and guidance lines. So if we had multiple machines in one field, whether it be two planters, two combines, two sprayers, whatever it may be, we were able to share coverage maps with each other, as well as guidance lines. If one of them created a guidance line, we were we had the ability to share. We have um, (laughs) that this product is still still capable of being utilized, uh, but we have the ability to share uh, the guidance lines with uh, the the machine that made that guidance line to the machine uh, that did not make that guidance line. So that was one piece of it. And then the other piece was kind of the the harvest logistics or, or harvest automation, I guess you could call it. And that was, or that is the technology where the combine takes control of the grain cart. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that don't necessarily know a lot about this technology, or maybe they have everything that they need, uh, but they've just never utilized this technology. So it, it really with bigger front end headers, uh, bigger grain carts, we're dealing with a lot tighter tolerances around equipment, having that automation or having that grain cart in the exact spot you want it to be is very beneficial to both the combine operator as well as the grain cart operator. So a lot of, lot of benefits there, great product to be utilizing. Now jumping forward into the Gen 4 machine sync, like I said, a lot of similarities, but there are also some differences and I kind of wanted to talk about both of them there. So similarities being harvest automation. Or, or harvest logistics. That is Gen 4 machine sync. The guidance line sharing or the coverage map sharing, all of that has actually moved into a bucket that we would refer to as data sync. So all of that stuff is flowing back and forth um, between the machines already via the JD Link uh, modem. So making sure we have our machines connected making sure that we have uh, 4G terminals, we have 
Uh, all of that stuff is in our machines, in our operation center accounts, and it is connected. That's kind of the the starting piece to all of this. Now, moving back or moving forward to the Gen 4 machine sync. So there's a laundry list of things or or machines that this is compatible with. And that I think is is something that is also misunderstood that of course everybody assumes that it's only the the current model year tractor or, cor- or not model year but the the latest and greatest machines with with all the technology. But with this We've also got the ability to go back to older legacy machines with the utilization of a 4640 universal display. So just to throw it out there, combines, so as a leader, so this, think of it, think of Gen 4 Machine Sync as leader follower um, when it comes to harvest logistics or harvest automation. So leader being the combine, follower being the tractor grain cart. So leader, we can have uh, S-series combines, X-series combines. We can go down to 70-series, 60-series, and 50-series combines if we have those uh, 4640 displays. Now, you can also, for those uh, our friends uh, across the pond and in other parts of the world, W series combines as well as T series combines are also compatible. So keep that in mind when you're discussing or or curious about Gen 4 machine sync. Now we can also use this technology for our friends with forage harvesters. So 9000 series forage harvesters as well as 8000 series forage harvesters can be utilized as a follower for Gen 4 machine, or sorry, excuse me, not a follower, it can be used as a leader for Gen 4 machine sync. So we have pretty much all the combines going back to the 50 series. We have 9,000 and 8,000 series forage harvesters, but here's the kicker, and this is the one that I really wanted to touch on. So all of you out there in specialty crop world, whether that be sugar beets, uh, potatoes, carrots, um, onions, all of that type of stuff. That type of specialty crop that pulls a a unique harvest implement behind the tractor, we now have the ability to utilize a tractor as a leader. So where this comes into play, so for myself or this region where I'm at, in the Red River Valley of Minnesota, North Dakota, uh, we have sugar beets. And with sugar beets, we pull a, a sugar beet harvester, or some may refer to it as a, a beet lifter. Um, but we also, some people are starting to adopt the utilization of beet carts. So similar to a grain cart uh, with a combine, they are utilizing beet carts with, uh, with beet lifters or beet harvest. We now have the ability to utilize harvest automation in a beet lifter, beet cart scenario or a potato digger, uh, potato cart or crop cart scenario, uh, which wasn't always the case. So it's a really neat, really neat feature to be able to utilize in those specialty crop situations. So 
originally, you know, combines there, the auger swings out to the left hand side of the machine. So machine sync had a, let's call it the home area or the home box could only be set up on the left side of the leader machine. With the introduction of uh, tractors being able to be the leader, we now have the ability to make that home box on either side of the machine because with uh, potato diggers and uh, sugar beet harvesters, they unload on the right side of the machine. So kind of a unique scenario, unique situation, but we now have that ability to utilize Gen 4 machine sync or harvest automation, whatever you want to refer to it as, we have the ability to utilize that. So we talked about the leaders being combines, forge harvesters, and then now the tractors. And the tractors, I should say, um, any machine that has a Gen 4 4600 command center or a 4640 universal display. Now, I should put a disclaimer on that. The 4600 command center, you are going to need a V2 server in that. So there's some of the older Gen 4 4600 command centers. They started back in 2014. Those earlier 14, 15, 16, and 17-ish um, had what we call a version 1 server. So you would need to get that server upgraded to a version 2 server. Talk to your local John Deere dealership. They will know exactly what you're talking about. But beyond that, any tractor that is compatible with a 4640, which looking at the compatibility list, it's pretty much all of them, uh, you can utilize as a leader. Now, the follower platform is a little more specific or a little more um there's a few more pieces to that, but followers can be used with John Deere tractors, 6Rs, 7Rs, uh, 8Rs, 9Rs. We've actually also got the ability to do 80 or 30 series uh, wheeled tractors, um, so 8030s or 9030s. Uh, one disclaimer is that 30 series T tractors are not compatible, so just keep that in mind. Uh, but then we've also got the ability for the 8RTs, the 8RXs, 9RTs, 9RXs. They do, um, there are some transmission spe specificities there. Um, so just make sure uh, you're talking with your local RDO dealer, RDO store, uh, or local John Deere dealer to kind of get the specifics. And then beyond that, with the technology, uh, the key piece there is going to be the automation 4.0 activation. So whether you're using, uh, and that's going to go on both sides, the leader side. So whatever you're using for a leader, whether it's combine, forge, harvester, or tractor, as well as the follower platform, we're going to need those automation 4.0 activations on both sides. Now, the other thing that is is uh, highly recommended, and I think maybe even required, is going to be an external antenna for the leader platform. Um, can be put on the follower platform as well. Just going to increase your, your connectivity and your line of sight uh, um, communication. Uh, but for sure, it has to be put on the leader. Uh, big one is with the combine. So 
this is this communication is happening through our JD link modems and we need the ability to uh, have clear communication between the machines. With a combine, the JD link modem is on the right side of the cab. So what we do is we route a secondary antenna to go up kind of right on the left-hand side, right about where the auger swings out on the combine. Uh, and that gives it a nice clear line of sight to the tractor uh, that is in that follower platform. So big things to remember is Gen 4 displays, uh, 4600 command centers or 4640 universal displays, combines all the way back to 50 series, self-propelled forge harvesters, 9000s and 8000s, and pretty much any tractor can be a leader and then we've got uh, a list of machines that can that are supported on the follower platform. So, lot of lot of different uh, ways we can do this. A lot of different machines and and combinations and and compatible setups that can be utilized. Um, very beneficial. Like I said, we're starting to get a, a lot larger equipment, a lot wider equipment. Our tolerances are, are becoming tighter when we are, are right next to that combine or uh, right next to that potato digger or, or beat lifter. There's a lot of things that can go wrong. Um, taking some of that stress away, um, allowing the operator in both the, the leader platform as well as the follower platform to have a, a very high comfort level uh, with the leader being in control. Uh, and then the follower being able to keep an eye on what's going on, not having to worry about steering or running into the whatever they're loading uh, or or unloading, whatever machine they're unloading. So a lot of great uses for this. I uh, just wanted to touch on it. We Last episode, we talked about remote view and adjust. It got me thinking about other technologies that can be utilized here at harvest time. And uh, this Gen 4 machine sink came to mind as we're out there uh, harvesting small grains. Soybeans are going to be coming up here uh, in this area of the world. Sugar beet harvest has uh, slowly gotten going with what they call a uh, pre-lift or pre-pile. So uh, we are rolling in harvest and I felt this was a good episode to get out there for uh, all of you to listen. So Hopefully you learned something. Uh, hopefully you can take this back to your operation and potentially implement this technology and uh, continue adding to the, uh, the different pieces of technology that you have on your farm. So thanks again for listening and we'll catch you on the next one. <music>